Shalom, hello, and welcome to another podcast. And in today's discussion, I'm going to continue talking about the reality of blessing, the reality of this framework, this amazing framework that has such significant impact upon the way we live our lives, the way we look at each other, the way we determine relationship with each other and the way we speak. So many things about blessing that have really in this journey that I've been on into the the function and the framework of blessing, how much it's changed and inspired my life and really grown a new depth of intimacy with HaKodesh Baruch Hu, the Holy One, blessed is He. So how we speak to each other matters. How much more so than does it matter how we speak to ourselves? So in previous discussions, I related how the way we use our breath matters. Let's refine the statement and let and relate it to the way we use our breath as speech and why learning to bless God is integral to how we learn to view ourselves and the world around us. As you will recall, I was relating the term Barachi Nafshi Et Hashem to how we learn or how we can learn to function in the framework of blessing because we bless God. Barachi Nafshi Et Hashem. Bless the Lord, O my soul. So speech, when it functions to increase life, does so because it is expressing oneness with the source of speech. So this viewpoint allows us to establish in ourselves that God delights to show us his ways because this changes the way we observe reality around us, which in turn expands our capacity to see potential and therefore increases our ability to speak to that potential and see it actualized into the arena of observable action. This, this is the framework and the function of blessing. When we direct our nefesh to bless Hashem, we are directing ourselves to return to the source of all life and all blessing. We are effectively turning ourselves into the flow of God's voice moving around us and through us. And we can compare this to standing in the winds as it blows around us. We can't directly observe it, but we can observe how the environment around us responds to its movement. So I've also established that trauma conflicts with our capacity to see potential in ourselves and in those around us. So the observation of wonder is the antidote that provides our pathway to healing trauma as an individual and as a community. This is why the words of Tehillah 103 and 104 carry such magnitude when we reflect on how they realign 
our capacity to observe God and ourselves. Now, consider Tehillah 104, verse 1, where it says this in the English, Bless the Lord, O my soul, O Lord my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. Again, in the Hebrew, Barhi nafshi et hashem. Bless the Lord, my soul. Then it goes on to say, Hashem Elohai Gadolta Ma'old. So Hashem, my God, <laughs> my God, is very great. Gadolta Ma'od. And then it finishes with these three words, Hod Vechada Levashta, Majesty and Hada Splendor. Levashta, you clothe yourself with. So the final three words of this verse are actually designed to act as a mirror, connecting us to the reality of our divine source and therefore the potential of our speech, how we speak to ourselves and concurrently how we speak to each other. Hod vechada levashta. So the commentator, Melbeam, defines hod as inner personal majesty and hadar as visible splendor. Now here's where things get interesting because David, David Ramelech, uses the same refrain in Tehillim 21.6. Now it's verse 5 in the English translation. So he uses this when relating his wonder at the things that Hashem has bestowed upon him. Listen to what he says. This is what it says in the English. His glory is great through your salvation. Here he's speaking of himself. Splendor and majesty you bestow on him. So again, Godot kevodor techa. So great is your glory, great is his glory in your salvation. Then there's these here's the words Hod Vehada, majesty and splendor, Tishave Alav, you have bestowed upon him. Now this is very interesting, isn't it? These final three words that we find at the end of Tehillim 104, verse 1, what are they doing? They're designed to act as a mirror. And we've just now connected that to the very words of David Hamalek when he is talking about the way that Hashem has raised him up. The effect of the words of Hashem upon himself that they have imparted to him what? Hod Vechada, majesty and splendor. So the order of these words, again, cannot be understated. They speak directly to the state of our being and what comes first in importance to Hashem. Remember, coming back to what Malbim says, he defines Hod as inner personal majesty and Hadar as visible splendor. 
So it's no wonder that David Hamalek was able to convey such lofty language because as we see clearly in Scripture, in 1 Shmuel 16, 17, so this is 1 Samuel, but the Lord said to Shmuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So what is David Hamalek able to do here in the Psalms, in Tehillim? He's able to say, look, this is the way Hashem taught me to perceive everything around me. Because what David Hamalek had what Shmuel Hanavi, Samuel the prophet, as one of his teachers. And indeed, this is why we see Shlomo Hamalek, Solomon the king, the son of David Hamalek, using the same type of language. Look at this in 1 Kings 8, 39. Then here in heaven, from your dwelling place, forgive and act and render to each whose heart you know according to all his ways. For you, you only know the hearts of all the children of mankind. So the state of our inner being is reflected in our outward appearance. Hashem's desire is that we would learn how to see the truth of this and allow his ways to build up our nefesh, build up our soul so that it reflects the majesty of his neshama within us. So Hashem's desire again is that we would learn how to see the truth of this and allow his ways to build up our nefesh so that it reflects the majesty of his neshama within us. We do this by speaking the truth of his ways to ourselves every day. And this is why we barhi nafshi et Hashem. But how can we connect ourselves to this as a true desire of God's heart for us? that we are able to display to the world around us, hod vechada levashta. And how does this relate to the framework of blessing? So the sound of priesthood is the sound of blessing. Therefore, the display of priesthood should be connected in some way to hod vechada, to majesty and splendor. Internal character and external appearance that display a life set apart for the service of Hashem, the service of God. So this is exactly what we find when Hashem details to Moshe the priestly garments and their function. Where do we find this? The book of Shemot, the book of Exodus, chapter 28, verse 2. What does it say in the English? And you shall make holy garments for Aharon, your brother, for what? For glory and for beauty. Now, they're not the exact same words, hod vechada, but they point to the significance of those words, having a tangible reality that has a representation within the natural realm. In the Hebrew, what does it say in this verse? Vyasita begde 
Kodesh, so and make garments of holiness, Le Aharon, for Aharon, Achicha, your brother, Le Chavod, for glory, Ultif Aret, and for splendor. Now, it's very interesting, but Malbim, the commentator that we talked about before, puts forward an integral insight regarding this phrase, lechavod ultif aret, for glory and for splendor. Glory is something that is imparted to a person for specific actions or because of their attained station. Splendor refers to the regard they have earned because of their character. Character is the internal aspect of ourselves that speaks in the way we do things. So the garment, this priestly garment, magnifies the character and the humility of the person who is raised up to serve. And there is a very important lesson in this observation as well. God raises us, raises us up to serve. Again, David Hamalek puts this so beautifully. Oh, it is literally the kiss of heaven. When he says this in Tehillim 30 verse 1, what does he say? I will extol you, I will worship you, O Lord, for you have what drawn me up. Aromimcha, I will exalt you, Hashem, ki dilitani, for you have drawn me up. This dilatani is the essence of our humility and our and the observable reality that it is God that draws us up. All we need to do is turn our hearts towards him, that inner aspect of ourselves. <laughs> so we need to allow ourselves the time to learn how to walk in his ways before we demand immediate results. Allow Hashem to draw us up, dilatani. So David Hamalek was anointed as a youth. How many years did it take for his character and humility to, de to be developed enough by Hashem to be able to carry the weight and responsibility of kingship? Hashem saw the potential of his heart when he instructed Shmuel Hanavi to anoint him, but that potential had to be molded. It had to be, do, to be developed. So the lesson here is that we need to, with greater capacity, allow the voice of God to establish within us the reality of our own potential. So when we read these words, realize that in the declaration of our speaking about the wonder and the awesomeness of who God is to us, that it places in front of us a mirror of our own potential, that we have the potential for hod for majesty and for splendor, because of the development of the way God walks with us and teaches us to respond to him. To continue to grow in our capacity to observe who we are and who we are becoming from 
God's perspective. Scripture is designed to facilitate this journey of self-discovery. So what words are we clothing ourselves in and what are the effect of those words upon the state of our nefesh, upon the state of our soul? When we, like David Hamalek, turn our nefesh to bless Hashem, to bless God, we clothe ourselves with the sound of the awe and wonder of God. This changes the way we observe ourselves. So this journey of observation is directed by our growing awareness of the way Hashem's voice interacts with us. We come into and are developed by an environment where we are exposed to the truth of our potential to express life and bring the witness of that expression back into creation, the environment of action around us, to expose that environment to the speech of heaven and therefore facilitate the potential of God's voice having an expression through us and to facilitate the same journey for those around us. Barhi et Hashem. Hashem Elohai Gedoltim Odhod Vechada Levashta. Bless the Lord, O my soul. God, you are very great with majesty and splendor you clothe yourself. Baruch Hashem, Shalom Shalom. How wonderful is his Torah to us.